Jnanantimirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Siddhantot Palasaranityarasikam Angsam Vilasatmakam Audariyakya Sudhama Sevakadhanam Vishramba Bhakti Pradam Yacha Yukti Vichakshanam Tvaghavido Vaishishta Shaktya Sada Vandeham Tripurari Namaka Yatim Shri Bhakti Vedantinam Namaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshtaya Bhutale Swami Shri Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupada Yatinamaha Guru Vagyam Shirasi Dratvam Shaktya Vesha Swarupine Hare Krishna Timantrena Paschatya Prachatarine Vishvacharya Prabhariya Divya Karunyamurtaye Shri Bhagavatam Adurya Gita Gyana Pradayane Gaura Shri Rupa Siddhanta Saraswati Nishevine Radha Krishna Padam Boja Bringaya Gurave Namaha Devam Divyatanum Suchandavadanam Balarka Chelanchitam Sandrananda Puram Sadeka Varanam Bairagya Vidyam Budhim Shri Siddhanta Nidhim Subhaktila Sitam Saraswatanam Varam Vandetam Shubhadam Madeka Sharanam Nyasishwaram Shridharam Panchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito Kodadaye Pushpavanto Chitra Sando Tamonado Shri Shri Gauranityananda Ki Jai So welcome to part two of uh, As the Sun Rises and Sets, Gaudiya Vaishnavism Goes West. So in the first um, part, I was talking mainly about Anartha Nivritti as, um, uh, as what comes to my mind when I think of Gaudiya Vaishnavism going to the West is uh, conversion, like the, it's kind of the amazing thing of people in the West converting to, uh, to an uh, to, a, to a tradition from the other side of the world but um as Gaudiya Vaishnavism is something that doesn't come from the world at all it's something otherworldly that means that also uh, people in India are going to have to convert to it even if it uh, appears in their own uh, culture um so, so everyone has to go, everyone, whether they're in the West or uh, born in India, they have to go through Anartha Nivriti, which is conversion. Um, like converting from our worldly beliefs into um, transcendental faith. 
Um, so, so this time uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, how Gaudiya Vaishnavism came from uh, the other world into this world, and then kind of how it um, how it formed into a into a movement through literature and um, the different uh, lineages forming. So in, uh, in in Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is one of these uh, very important literatures that uh, kind of, uh, as as my Guru Maharaj says, institutionalizes Gaudiya Vaishnavism um, in a soft form, meaning meaning uh, uh, formalizing it uh, into books. Whereas there is the hard institutionalization, which is um, opening temples and um, and and uh, and preaching and so on. So, so in this Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita by Krishnadas Kaviraj, who uh, is a disciple of Sri Raghunathdas Goswami, who is a disciple of. Swarup Damodar, and, and both of them, Swarup Damodar and Sri Raghunath, um, direct associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, it, it, is, it is brought out Mahaprabhu's reasons for, for coming to this world. And uh, it is related to the, the earlier Krishna Lila, which is uh, which appeared on Earth um, earlier in the at the end of the previous age. It is uh, it is described how uh, Krishna is uh, reciprocating with all his devotees, and he is able to reciprocate according to how they approach him uh, and like he promises in the Bhagavad Gita the, um, as you approach me I will uh, like as much as you give yourself to me I will give give myself to you and um, but when it comes to to um, his most intimate devotees in his own uh, birth village Vrindavan uh, they the uh, the gopis there are are worshiping him in a way that uh, it goes beyond his ability to reciprocate. Um, he, Krishna says to the gopis, um, I, "I'm not able to repay you for your uh, for your devotional activities." So. You have to you have to let your own deeds be their own rewards. Uh, it is said, it is said like that sometimes in English that love is its own reward. So, so Krishna is saying that. And um, <clears throat> and there is also a kind of uh, because all, uh, in Sanskrit there is always. Uh, hidden meanings, uh, like layers of meaning. 
so commentators have brought out more um, more messages in, in what Krishna is saying there to, to the gopis. The, the Bhagavatam verse uh, goes like this: Naparayeham niravadya samyujam svasadukrityam vibudayu shapiva yama bhajandur jayageha shrinkala sambrischa tadva pratiyatu sadhuna. So, so he's like one one detail that's also brought out there is that the gopis are giving up their families to come to Krishna, but Krishna can't give up his family, like he he can't give up his parents, but but, but the gopis are running away from everything to be with him. Um, but one thing that is brought out by Sanatana Goswami uh, in his commentary is that, um, uh, so like, I can't repay you uh, personally, but maybe if I, if I uh, appear in the world as a preacher and I recruit, um, devotees for you then maybe like in that way i can uh, repay my debt so so that is the um, this verse is the uh it, it shows the the origin of uh of Gauralila, of mahaprabhu's uh, pastimes the the reason for his his descent um, and it also connects us very, very intimately to Krishna because uh, Krishna has come to this world to recruit devotees for his devotees to, to recruit servants of, of Srimati Radharani, Radharani and the gopis um, so there's a verse uh, kind of elaborating on this verse from the Bhagavatam, which uh, I believe this, the verse is from Swarup Damodar, and it is cited by Krishna Das Kaviraj in Chaitanya Charitamrita. It goes, Shri Radhaya Pranaya Mahima Kidrisho Vanayaiva Svadyo Yenad Bhuta Madurima Kidrisho Vamadiya Sokyam Chasya Madanu Bhavataha Kidrishi Vetilobhat so there it's uh, it's very specifically brought out uh, that what is um, uh, what it is that Krishna finds um, mysterious about about the gopi's love that he uh, that he's coming coming to the world to to experience. So, so, so there are the two the two sides here. Krishna is coming to for, for the two reasons he he can't repay the gopis he can't understand he can't fully grasp the gopis love and of course uh, consequently he cannot he feels that he cannot repay it. So those are the two sides. So, so one thing is um, one side of his of the reasons for his coming to this world uh, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is for his own sake, for, for his own experience. And then where he kind of also pulls us in is, is that he is um, he's engaging us in, in helping him to repay his debt 
to, to the gopis and Srimati Radharani in particular. Um, so, but on, on this more, if, uh, so, so it's all, because sometimes it, it is talked about as uh, some internal reasons and then the external reason, the external reason being um, preaching about the holy name and and how we can attain perfection and join and join Krishna Lila, but uh, that is like also the the, the so-called external reason is is very internal as well, since it is he he is kind of linking us uh, in with his own personal uh, kind of need for coming. So, but on the side of uh, what it is that he's trying to grasp, uh, there are three uh, distinct uh, desires that he has uh, of kind of aspects that he's trying to experience. And, and the first one is the glory of Shri Radharani's love, like the greatness of Shri Radharani's love, how, like how noble and high it is. Uh, it is just like beyond him. Uh, and the second is um, to experience himself uh, from her vantage point. Because he, uh, this is also how, how, how my Guru Maharaj explains it, that uh, he, he calls this moment in Krishna Lila, he calls it Krishna's uh, identity crisis uh, because Krishna is one uh, one uh, epithet for Krishna is Rasaraj so the lord of Rasas but here is here is a, a Rasa that he cannot fathom so so then he then his his position is kind of in question uh, but as, as Guru Maharaj then brings out uh, Krishna is thinking, no, but, but uh, <laughs> it's a, he's like doubting if he's really God. If he doesn't, if he doesn't have a grasp on everything, is he really God? But then, but then he thinks, but yes, I am God because the the reason that uh, Sri Matiradharani and the Gopis are the way they are is because of me. It's something in me that makes them like that. So. But, but still he cannot he cannot understand what that is in himself so that is the second thing so the first the, the nobility and greatness of Srimati Radharani's love and then the second thing uh, the qualities in himself that only they can experience from their vantage point and then the third thing is uh, the love that Radha is experiencing when she is, uh, when she uh, realizes Krishna's love, like when 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 Sri Matiradharani is feeling Krishna's love for her, the joy she has at, um, in that um, um, when she feels that, which is of yeah, uh, I guess all the time. <laughs> um, that is the third thing. So. The nobility of her love, the experiences in himself that only she can experience, that she, only she can um, perceive, uh, 
and then the happiness she feels when she feels his love for her so so that and and to be able to repay uh, to kind of reciprocate with their love he's he's also uh, recruiting uh, devotees for them so so with this with all these uh, out of all these desires it is said for example when 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 uh, when a human being, I mean, when, when any living being takes birth, it, it is, you know, you know, due to their karma and, but like what is driving it is their desire, uh, their, their desire to um, experience. Our, our desire is like, is driving our, um, how our body is forming in the womb, for example, but, but in, in this case here, it's uh, it's Krishna having these desires that is forming, uh, that is taking form as uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Like it says in the last line of this verse here, it's like with these desires, he he takes birth from the womb of Mother Sachi, uh, and it says poetically that it's. Uh, he he arises out of the ocean of Mother Sachi, like the moon. Uh, like if you're if you're seeing the if you're standing by the ocean and and the moon is is rising from the from the horizon, uh, it is poetically described like that. How Mahaprabhu is taking birth from Mother Sachi. Um, so that is a very uh, ecstatic affair and uh, it's our my guru manaj describes mahaprabhu as uh, as a waterfall like a, a very big waterfall so something that you cannot approach very uh, very easily it's it's, it's so uh, rushing and, and forceful and powerful that you have to kind of stand back but th then you have his um, his disciples who are uh, who know um, who, who who understand why he has come come to this world. Like um, you have Nityananda Prabhu, you have the six Goswamis. They are all coming with Krishna. Uh, Krishna is never alone. So so when Krishna comes to take birth as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then he comes with all his associates. And um, and uh, and whereas uh, in Krishna Lila they are all in Vrindavan, when uh, when Mahaprabhu appears, when Krishna appears as Mahaprabhu in Navadvip, then his devotees are scattered um, out in different places of India, all over India, uh, which is the. Uh, this is this is interesting here because it's that they are spread out very wide but but all in india so, so that there is something special about india which like they have there's this culture that comes from the, the vedic scriptures that they're they have 
many holy places in common, uh, the, the river Ganges. It's, um, although it's spread out, it's, it's, uh, there's uh, the, the, the unity of, of, for example, Shastra and, and, um, and, and a certain, uh, certain type of culture. But, but uh, my Guru Maharaj is, is commenting how the reason why when Krishna comes, they're all in the same place, but when Mahaprabhu comes, all the, the devotees are spread out. It's because uh, Gauralila is meant for expansion. It's meant to, to not just stay in, in, one, uh, in one place, but um, uh, the idea is that, that Mahaprabhu should uh, go around um, go all around the world uh, eventually there is this um, prophetic claim by Mahaprabhu in Chaitanya Bhagavat that Prithiviti Achi Atta Jagaradigram Sarvatra Prachara Hoibe Moranam that all over the world in every town and village my holy name will be will be spread and uh, uh, my holy name will be sung so there is, uh, there has been discussion about what he meant by that. Like, did he mean literally the whole world? Of course, Prithivi, mean, Prithivi means like the earth. So, so it, it could be like literally the whole world. But some are, some are saying maybe maybe it meant like the whole world as they knew it, which was India at that time. Uh, but of course, India was also connected with um, many other places in the world through trade and things like that and i'm gonna uh, bring up some some interesting anecdotes later about this uh, so oh yeah so so to, to formalize the um, so so all, all these um, yeah like many Many of these devotees who knew what Mahaprabhu came to this world for uh, kind of helped to to formalize that, and and especially Jiva Goswami has been uh, singled out as he he was putting uh, he was going through all the scriptures and kind of carving out Gaudiya Vaishnavism from them, and this unified. Uh, and kind of made a movement out of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's followers because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu touched so many people, but um, but it was uh, as my Guru Maharaj calls it, like this waterfall that it's it's uh, like everyone is touched and inspired, but they may not really know what's uh, know why or or like. Um, what Mahaprabhu is, is all about, he's just very inspiring, but um, people, people may not know what, what, he, is, uh, what he came for and, um, and, and what his mission is. So, so eventually uh, um, devotees like Rupa Goswami and Jiva Goswami were kind of formalizing this. And, and then uh, their disciples were sent from Vrindavan to, to Bengal to kind of 
uh, spread this uh, kind of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism uh, carved out, out of the Shastra to, uh, to unify Mahaprabhu's, those who had been touched and inspired by Mahaprabhu and, and uh, Nityananda Prabhu. And so, so this, um, this, this, formed, uh, this formed a movement, but of course this movement, movement was still, still very big. And when you have a very big movement in, uh, let's say in the 1500s, when people were not uh, connected by uh, like a unifying institution, it, it was still, it is this kind of soft institution, uh, as my Guru Maharaj has mentioned, uh, institutionalization by, by literature. Um, that, like you may still have many many interpretations of uh, of those of those books that were spread, like like Jiva Goswami Sandarbhas or uh, and so forth. So after some decades of uh, the Goswami's uh, books being being studied, it is said that there was uh, a big meeting on Gora Purnim uh, 50, year, uh, 50 years after Mahaprabhu's birth. Uh, there was a meeting called the, the Keturi Gram Festival, which was uh, which became like a uh, like a council, meaning that many leading personalities from uh, from all around this big movement of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's followers we're meeting in one place and discussing to kind of establish uh, what will be the orthodox uh, teachings of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Uh, and then th there are different versions uh, because some, uh, some have said that uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj's Chaitanya Charitamrita was was already spread as one of those earlier books at the same time as the Goswami's books were were spread. But another version is that this um, uh, is that that Chaitanya Charitamrita is is kind of part of this. Uh, it was a, a product of um, of this Keturi Gram festival, where uh, where it was decided what what kind of what teachings should be kind of rooted out and which teachings should stay. Uh, what are the proper teachings? Um, but uh, in, in either case, uh, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita is based on, on the Goswami's earlier books, on the Sandarbhas, on Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, um, and, and these uh, seminal Gaudiya texts. So Chaitanya Charitamrita has been called like the last word. It is like the, of course, many more words have been said after that, like they're all, all the books by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, but um, 
Chaitanya Charitamrita is um, is kind of the the it's like definitive Gaudiya Vaishnavism and and whatever uh, whatever comes after that has to kind of conform to that if it's if it's going to be considered orthodox and um, and we can see also how uh, even though Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur wrote so so many books after that he he was very um, true true to Chaitanya Charitamrita he uh, there's a story that he was um, just just to show how how seriously he uh, he, he took this this book. He was writing a, a commentary on it. And there is a section where the Kama Gayatri is explained. And there is um, there's a part where Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami writes that the Kama Gayatri has, not, now I can't remember the exact detail here, but he says something that it has 25 and a half syllables or something like that. But Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur is, uh, is counting the syllables and, and coming to a different conclusion, something that it's uh, 24 syllables or 24 and a half syllables or something. And, and while I guess, um, an ordinary reader uh, wouldn't care much about that. We just go, go on to the next page, or uh, or or whatever. But for Vishwanath, he he lost sleep over this, and he was uh, he was researching all kinds of uh, grammar books and uh, and things to, to kind of uh, solve this mystery with 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 the. With the with the half extra syllable, and and when he finally couldn't, then he was he was prepared to, to commit suicide. Uh, so he was going to drown himself in, in Radhakund. And uh, but he he collapsed on the uh, like on, on the edge of the by the edge of the pond and then Srimati Radharani came to him in a dream and and gave him the reference like she, she uh, directed him to, to to another grammar book like one of the ones he hadn't uh, looked at and and told him like wh where the exact reference was in the book where it was like if if this type of syllable follows this type of syllable uh then it's then like this connection is it makes it so, so that so that there is a half extra syllable or some, something like this and it's very uh, charming that yeah you know, would uh uh know such things <laughs> would be um like it, it all, it all seems it's all very very cryptic, but there, it's uh, it it shows like the the story shows 
Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's heart and dedication to to uh, to Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami and um, um, and of course Shrimati Radharani's affection for for Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur as as a response to that. Um, so, uh, so I'm not going to go into at this time uh, in this in this part. Um, uh, the like in like the first kind of. Uh, like the stories of the of the first uh, preachers going to the West, because that will take one uh, one episode in itself. But I wanted to mention some small things of uh, of kind of how re related things uh, have has like made its way uh, made their way around the world. Uh, both before Mahaprabhu's appearance and and also after, uh, there's a, there's an interesting uh, <laughs> phenomenon. Uh, I heard uh, Shripad um, Bhakti Gaudamanara Shinga Maharaj um, tell this story in, in in a kind of humorous way. There is um, there is a word in English called uh, uh, there's the English word, word juggernaut so it's spelled j-u-g-g-e-r-n-a-u-t juggernaut and I'm, I'm sure you uh, that it makes you think of juggernaut and and that that is where the word uh, the word comes from so there was this uh, catholic monk uh from um, uh, the order of Saint Francis, who was traveling in Asia, and this was in the 1300s. Uh, so in 1321, he was in, in Jagannath Puri. So this is uh, like 150 years before Mahaprabhu's uh, birth. Uh, and he he witnessed the the Ratayatra festival, and and he he uh, he wrote it down. His experiences from it, and he was talking about how they were put, putting the the deities and the carts and bringing them through the town. Um, and uh, and he he mentioned how. How some people would throw themselves under the under the cart, under the wheels, and get crushed under there. And uh, because they were they believed that they would uh, attain liberation that way. So when um, when this story reached uh, Europe, uh, this became. Uh, this was this was seen as as a sort of a kind of horror story, but uh, and and the the juggernaut became a word for um, 
for for like for the cart but like in relation to the cart it became a word for something big and forceful crushing everything in its way uh, so it has become a very widespread word uh, since uh, since that time like nowadays you can find uh, rock bands uh, there, there's a rock band called called juggernaut um, there's a Marvel Comics character called Juggernaut. There's a uh, there's a professional wrestler called Juggernaut. Uh, many many other it's it's kind of uh, kind of spread out in popular culture and uh, and also just in, in the in the English language it's being used still today after seven hundred years. Um, and of course this. Uh, Jagannath is also uh, oh, Narasimha Maharaja's observation was that that um, uh, Jagannath's name spread all over the world, and 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 this this shows the power of the holy name because even though it it was not like well intended really, uh, the name spread everywhere. Um, and uh, and and uh, he kind of he made a connection with the how Ratayatra later later on became a, like an international uh, festival, like uh, all over the world you have um, Ratayatra carts moving moving through the through the cities. So, so first, yeah, first the, the name appears, and then the form appears. So this this show this, this shows how how powerful the holy name is. Um, and then also, uh, in the seventeen hundreds, uh, the, the Bhagavatam uh, was uh, came came to Europe for the first time. So it was there was a a Christian, uh, an Indian-born uh, man named uh, now I forget his name for the moment, but he was he was converted into uh, to Christianity, and he became the translator for something called the French Company. So he translated the, the Srimad Bhagavatam into, into French, and and it was. Uh, published and, and and spread in Europe where uh, more people knew French than people know French today but it was a bigger language at that time and uh, I've heard a story of that um, Swami Sadananda the the German disciple of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati that um, his parents were, were quite educated so he his his mother knew French, I believe, and and she was reading the, this this French French Bhagavatam for him when he was a child, and and later on later on when he, when he came in contact with, with Bhakti, he he um he told his parents like when, when he had to leave home and go to India, he said that's uh, that it's 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 all your fault. Like you were you were reading Bhagavatam for me as a child, and now I have to leave. I have to go, go and and. Um, and find out more about the, the source of this. 
Um, so a couple of um, instances. I'm, I'm sure there are more more ways that things related to, go, to, to Mahaprabhu and Gaudiya Vaishnavism have kind of contacted other parts of the world um, outside of India. Uh, and if, if anyone can think of any, uh, you can uh, put a comment on YouTube or comment here or any, anywhere to fill us all in. So I will uh, stop there for today. I I did think actually with this with the story of um, uh, this the, the story of Jagannath and people throwing themselves under the cart. Uh, some some have reasoned that, that uh, this this um, this monk who was re, uh, telling the story he, he may have exaggerated uh, to kind of put uh, to kind of made make the Indian culture look look bad, but 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 but. Um, we we find in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita that it was actually actually occurring like that. Uh, there is um, I'm sure this will be brought to mind also when you hear this. That um, let's see. The story of Sanatan Sanatan Goswami. When he comes uh, back to Jagannath Puri after a, uh, a travel, he also wants to, to throw himself under the, the, the Jagannath cart. So I will read this here. Uh, it's a brief section. Because of bad water in the Jarikanda forest and because of fasting, Sanatan Goswami contracted a disease that made, made his body itch. Thus he was afflicted with itching sores from which fluid oozed. In disappointment, Sanatan Goswami considered, I am of a low caste and my body is useless for devotional service. When I go to Jagannath Puri, I shall not be able to see Lord Jagannath, nor shall I always be able to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I have heard that the residential quarters of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are near the temple of Jagannath, but I shall not have the power to go near the temple. The servants of Lord Jagannath generally move about tending to their duties, but if they touch me, I shall be an offender. Therefore, if I sacrifice this body in a good place, my unhappiness will be mitigated and I shall attain an exalted destination. During the Rathayatra festival, when Lord Jagannath comes out of the temple, I shall give, give up this body under the wheel of his car. After seeing Lord Jagannath, I shall give up my body under the wheel of the car in the presence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This will be the highest benediction of my life. Having made this resolution, Sanatan Goswami went to Nilachala, where he asked directions from people and approached the residence of Haridas Thakur. So here we have Sanatan Goswami's resolve to throw himself under the, the Jagannath cart. And Mahaprabhu's response to this 
um, um, should sat satisfy the, the Christian missionaries. He says, my dear, uh, Mahaprabhu says, my dear Sanatan, if I could attain Krishna by committing suicide, I would certainly give up millions of bodies without a moment's hesitation. You should know that one cannot attain Krishna simply by giving up the body. Krishna is attainable by devotional service. There is no other means for attaining him. Acts such as suicide are influenced by the mode of ignorance, and in ignorance and passion, one cannot understand who Krishna is. Unless one discharges devotional service, one cannot awaken one's dormant love for Krishna, and there is no means for attaining him other than awakening that dormant love. So, Mahaprabhu does not approve of uh, devotional suicide, at least not, not in this case. Um, so so the, the connection here um, with uh, these things here, uh, with the next class, which we'll talk about actually sending missionaries, uh, like Gaudiya Vaishnav teachers sending missionaries to, to the West, uh, is of course at first the, the West came to India and, uh, and made India aware of the West and um, my Guru Maharaj uh, calls, for example, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, uh, the first Western convert to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, because Bhaktivinoda Thakur was brought up in the English, in the British um, school system. So he was kind of um, Westernized, but then they came in contact with um, Chaitanya Charitamrita, which gave him uh, the correct understanding of the Srimad Bhagavatam and then uh, the urge to share that with, with everyone, including the, uh, the Western world. So that is the connection. So that, uh, that's where we, we will go next time, uh, sharing, sharing with the West. So, uh, I will end here. If anyone has uh, a comment or question or anything, you're free to, to share now. Otherwise, we will end the session. Hey, thank you for the class. I only have one very short comment. Um, I just wanted to say that I, I really appreciated what you said in the kind of like in the beginning of your class about uh, the external reasons and internal reasons for the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and how even the external reasons, they were quite internal <laughs> um, if you think about them more closely. So, so that was for me like a um, kind of mind opening uh, part. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna, Shamananda. Hare Bol, Krishna Kumar. Yes, I just wanted to make a couple comments too and maybe ask a question. Um, 
I really liked what you said at the beginning about how Krishna re reciprocates as much as you can give to him and he gives to you and that um, the gopis love is beyond Krishna's being able to reciprocate and love is its own reward. I really liked that part um, mm. because it's that recipro reciprocation and that's, you know, the ultimate um, in Rajlila where we're reciprocating that love the gopis are with Krishna and it, and it, it just grows, it gets more and more. Um, so I really, really like that point. Um, also, you were talking about how um, Krishna can't, feels like he can't repay that debt. And in my notes, it wasn't real clear. I was trying to write down while you were talking um, mm -hmm. that he, he pulls us in to help him repay his debt to the gopis. And, and then you talked about as recruits. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was hoping maybe you could just talk about that a little bit more so I can understand um, by recruits what you meant. I was thinking along those lines about how, you know, we're, we go through a conversion process ourselves. Mm. And once we come to, um, you know, reading the books and, and getting um, Sadhu Sangha and, and that. So anyway, if you could just maybe speak to that a little bit. I appreciate that. The, the connection, like us being recruits and mm -hmm. us having to go through the conversion process. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, so, so being, yeah, being recruited um, as, uh, like, it's often talk, talked about as camps, that there are camps in Vrindavan, like the, the camp of, um, uh, Srimati Radharani's Manjari, so the, the, the camp of the of the coward boys. Um, so, so we, um, like Mahaprabhu coming into this world, he's he's recruiting us along, uh, also along with Nityananda Prabhu. They are recruiting us to, to kind of join some of those <laughs> camps, specifically those that are uh, servants of, of Shrimati Radharani, like the, the Manjaris or the, the, the Priyanarma Sakas who are servants of both Krishna and Shrimati Radharani. Um, and yeah, and, and, to, and to do that, to, to, join, to join either of those uh, so-called camps, uh, or groups, which is, of course, in a sense, it's all one group. It's all uh, the Brajavasis. Um, there, there is a, yeah, there is a conversion process we have we have to go through. It's um, because while while it's easy to connect to to Krishna because um, he is he appears to be like us in so many ways. Um, and the Brajvasis uh, seem so human. Uh, my Guru Maharaj stresses that, that they are human-like. So it's it's very good that, that they are human-like, so that we can kind of relate to them. We we have, we we find we find we find ways to make make an emotional connection to them. At the same time, they they are otherworldly. Um, here in this world, we are all 
self I mean, simply put here in this world, we are all self-centered, whereas in Vrindavan, everyone is, is Krishna-centered. Um, so, so the conversion process um, to go from being uh, selfish to, to being servants of, of Srimati Radharani and, uh, uh, and Krishna, that is the that is the conversion process, and um, and it, and it's both about it's both about uh, converting our in, intention and and converting our our um, understanding. Uh, my guru Maharaj stresses this: like you may have all the best. Uh, intentions but, uh, but but you will still have to to learn to learn um, learn knowledge like he, he gives the example of um, a mother with a newborn baby um, they may have all the best intentions with like uh, giving food to, to their crying baby but if, if the baby is crying out of something else than hunger uh, like like maybe the child is is crying from stomach from stomach pain and feeding the child will will, will make it worse. Um, then you're not you're not uh, you're not really serving. So you have to have both your in, intention intentions converted and your your knowledge uh, and understanding converted. Uh, is that I hope that helps. Yes, it helps very much. Thank you. Sometimes words have, for me, like a different connotation to them. So I just wanted to make sure that I was um, understanding where you were coming from. And it's just interesting with, you know, your next topic is missionaries to the West. So it's a conversion on all different levels. <laughs> yes. You know? So yes. yeah, it's very, very interesting class. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Hari Priya, and thank you, Murli. Also, nice to have to see that you came on too. And uh, okay, we'll end here. Vancha kalpa tarubhyas cha kripa sindubhya eva cha patitanam pavanevyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Manasyamananda Prabhu ki jai. Jai. Sadhusanga ki jai. Hari Hari.